The iPhone 12 mini is just a more elegant weapon for a more civilized age. Sponsored by CuriosityStream. I've already covered all the iPhone 12 basics in my mega review. Everything from the new squared off design and colors to the OLED displays to the camera system, including Dolby Vision HDR recording, the new A14 Bionic 5G, and the MagSafe accessories. So I won't waste your time just recapitulating it all here and now. Just make sure you hit the subscribe button and bell and check out that video as well as the iPhone 12 Pro Max review and everything else I have coming your way next. SIM-free, the iPhone 12 mini kicks off at US 730 bucks for 64 gigabytes and goes to 780 bucks for 128 gigabytes and 880 for 256 gigabytes. That's exactly $100 less than the iPhone 12 non-mini or regular, the basic iPhone 12 no adjective. You know the one I'm talking about. But unless you stream everything, like full-on Spotify and Apple Music, Netflix and Disney+, Plus, I was going to say Game Pass and Stadia, but still waiting on Apple to get with the future on that. But photos and files, just all on iCloud or Google Drive or whatever, unless you're just all about that streaming cloud life, you're going to want to go for what I think the sweet spot is, 128 gigabytes. Now, that makes the Mini 130 bucks more than the held over from last year iPhone 11. 230 more than the held over from two years ago iPhone XR, and a whopping 330 more than the second generation iPhone SE. So while it's the least expensive iPhone 12, it is by no means the least expensive iPhone in Apple's current lineup, nor is it cheap, not by any definition of the word. So if you're looking at the iPhone 12 mini just to save hundred bucks, I'd look at trading in or selling your old phone or the various installment and leasing plans first. Because if you don't really want the mini, because it's the mini, you'll be just way happier on one of the iPhone's non-mini, the iPhone's median. If you do want the mini though, precisely because it's mini, if you've been holding on to your original SE, just abiding and hoping, or only begrudgingly using even a 10, 10S or 11 Pro, but all salty like waiting, wanting something smaller, well, here's what you're gonna get and what you're gonna give up. The iPhone 12 mini isn't as small as the iPhone 5 or the original SE, but just slightly smaller than the current iPhone SE or the iPhones 6, 7, or 8. But unlike any of those, it's a full-on modern iPhone. So if you've been just cursing out the size of more recent iPhones, how hard they are to fit into your skinny hipster jeans or couture clutches, or yeah, just your hand as you walk and type with them or read or game with them in bed, then you'll be super happy with the iPhone 12 mini. It fits into pretty much any approachingly adult-sized pants pocket or bag that you can imagine, even front pockets, even just barely into change pockets, almost like it thinks it's an iPhone Nano. And for me, someone who has pockets more like D&D bags of holding and can fit a Max up front, no problem. The mini just disappears, almost like I'm not carrying anything. In fact, going from the Max to the Mini is like switching from, it's like switching from a Costanza wallet to a billfold. It goes from always feeling and knowing a phone is there to not even realizing it's barely there. Now, that doesn't mean you wanna sit on it. It may not be projecting out like a Max and it's really, really hard to bend. Not that I've tried much, leave it. But I'd still avoid repetitive pressure and especially impact. Things like ballistic couch drops, I mean, do it, just put your phone in your front pocket first or just take it out and hold it because that's the other thing people who love small phones love, really love about small phones, how much easier they are to use one-handed. 
legitimately one-handed without having to perform any finger juggling or palm parkour at all. How close the iPhone 12 mini is to that for you will depend on your hand size because as small as a mini is, it's still just a bit bigger than the iPhone 5 or the original iPhone SE was. And even though it's just a touch smaller than the current SE or previous 10 class and six or eight class iPhones, the square edges do make it look and feel more substantial than the curves of the previous era. The display is also much bigger than any of those, 5.4 inches rather than just four inches from the original iPhone SE or the 4.7 inches of the current SE because it's full screen now, which yeah, makes it almost an iPhone plus size display just crammed into an almost iPhone five size chassis, literally the dream. But what that means is whichever one hand you try to use it with, the interface elements at the very top of the opposite side are a little further away than they were on the iPhone 5 or original iPhone SE. Likewise, the elements at the very bottom are a little further down because the screen no longer stops at a home button. It just goes all the way down. Either way, if the original SE was easy for you, the 12 mini should be just fine. If the original SE was already a stretch for you, the 12 mini might be slightly more of a stretch or a slide. If the iPhone 6 through 8 or 10 through 11 Pro were fine, then you're just laughing. Partly because the iPhone mini is just so much fun to use. I mean, the original iPhone had the biggest display Apple could fit into a phone at the time, which was 3.5 inches. And now that just feels like a toy. The mini feels like the iPhone 5 or SE. It really does. Like when that toy first grew up, first really took shape, but in full modern final iPhone form, it's partially the squared off edges, but it's also partially the size. It doesn't just look like that classic design. It really feels like it. Slicker and glossier, sure, like on my black review unit, which I'm not as big a fan of. I love just the feel of the rawness on the aluminum on those older models, but at least the black is really black. Not jet black like the iPhone 7, which is probably my favorite iPhone black of all time, but not space gray either, which has always been less opinionated than I'd like it to be. It's a proper Darth Vader glossy black, and the glass does give us inductive charging, so I'll deal. But it's also the lightness, and at the size, it just doesn't fit into my hands, but almost folds into them, sharper edges and all. It just makes it compelling. And I totally understand why some people love this size so much. It's basically the baby Yoda of phones. Although what you gain one-handed in terms of usability, you do lose in terms of legibility and information density because the smaller display means smaller interface elements like buttons and text and also less like fewer rows and lines and smaller video and just game sizes, all of that, at least compared to the bigger iPhone 12 models. If you're used to any of the four or 4.7 inch models, the full screen might seem big, like an extra message and a half in your message list big. And the pixels per inch, the density is slightly higher than the other iPhones 12, which even on OLED with its diamond type pentile subpixel layout means you can still use the smaller iPhone closer without losing that retina effect. If you're coming down from one of the 10s or 11s, and your eyesight or just your comfort level makes small a problem, you can bump up the entire interface size with display zoom or the text size with accessibility settings, but then you'll also be able to fit even less of it on the screen. So more text wrapping for apps, more swiping and scrolling for you. But if information density is really a priority, 
you'd be better off going with the 12 or even the 12 Pro Max. The Mini isn't about working around the small. It's about embracing it. It really is about loving it. Like typing one-handed, it's super easy. Yes, apparently an inconvenience. Pretty much the same as any 4 or 4.7 inch iPhone, even though it has that much bigger 5.4 inch display. So if you're doing constant West Wing style walks and talks, only your version is walks and texts, coffee in one hand, Slack or messages in the other, then the mini is the dream. But at least for me, it does make the iPhone mini more of that traditional phone phone. And what I mean by that is something that you use when you're out and about between iPads and MacBooks or PCs to briefly dip into, to stay in touch, to keep up to date, which is great if you don't live on your iPhone. If you're worried about screen time or getting lost doom scrolling Twitter or Instagram or playing League of Legends or whatever it is the cool kids are playing since Tim Epic just utterly abandoned the Apple portion of his player base. I use an Apple Watch for most of that, but if you need more, just not too much more, the iPhone 12 mini is less more. If you need to work on your phone though, if you need your phone to basically be a tiny tablet, a primary computer, if it's your only computer, I think regular or even max size will make things just that much easier and more productive for you. Now, here's where you all are just expecting me to say, judge the iPhone 12 mini by its size, do you? And then something about, well, that you do not because its chipset is the A14 Bionic and a powerful chipset it is, but I'm not gonna do that basically because I just did it. It's totally true though. The iPhone 12 mini uses the exact same system on a chip as every other iPhone 12 in the lineup all the way up to the iPhone 12 Pro Max, which is on one hand, kind of all shades of awesome. In all of my tests from the geekiest of benches to iMovie renders to just daily use, it performs every bit as well and snappily as the Max, which also means faster than pretty much any small phone ever. Even with the smaller thermal envelope of the mini and the smaller battery, which, you know, if it gets too small, leaves the device subject to things like brownouts if it can't deliver on peak demand, or just excessive throttling if it can't sustain higher workloads. Now, it did get hotter than the Max for me when under load, like doing longer video renders, but it didn't ramp down, not at all, not over many long minutes. On the other hand, it does take a bigger battery hit, in large part because it just has that smaller battery compared to the regular 12 and 12 Pro, and much smaller compared to the 12 Max. The Mini could basically cut the Max open like a Tauntaun and use it to survive the night on Hoth. It is that much smaller. And some companies might try to mitigate that by using a lower performance processor, one that doesn't hit the same performance levels at all, but also doesn't hit the battery anywhere nearly as hard. That's what Google chose to do with the Pixel 5, where it lasts for days, but also feels like it takes days now for photos to process. Not literally days, but 2020 days, where it's like just always March and always Tuesday. And that works for the Pixel because Google only promises three years of software updates and has only ever done the vast majority of computational photography as an after effect anyway. Apple typically does four to five years of software updates and has staked its claim on real-time computational photography. So even in things like night mode, where it has to image stack for seconds, it still prioritizes zero shutter lag and live preview before and while it's doing all that stacking. But, you know, some people love the Pixel 5 and would also maybe love a step-down iPhone 12 mini with a stepped-up battery life. That is a totally fair perspective. It's just not Apple's, at least not right now. 
And in this case, with the A14, you get every ounce of performance you could want. But to get more battery, you do have to either step up to a full-sized iPhone 12 or just max out with the iPhone 12 Pro Max. That or carry a battery pack when and if you'll be out for an extended period of time. And yes, absolutely, all the fingers crossed, Apple's working on a next generation smart battery case that just slaps on with the MagSafe system. That way you could keep the small, slim iPhone mini you love most of the time. But if you'll ever be out for that extended time, just double up with that battery slap. In my usual stress tests, which is still Pokemon Go, because it keeps the display on, as well as data, GPS, the processors, and basically hits the system harder than anything this side of a badly coded social media app, after five hours of continuous play, the iPhone 12 mini was down to 50% for the battery. And that compares to the iPhone 12 and 12 Pro, which were both around 70%, and the iPhone 12 Pro Max, which was still at 75%. And that's not too far off from how Apple rates the iPhone 12 mini battery life, which they have at 15 hours for local video playback, which is more than the 13 hours of the current iPhone SE, but less than the 17 hours of the regular iPhone 12. And for streaming, 10 hours, which again, more than the eight hours of the SE, but less than the 11 hours of the 12. And for audio, 50 hours, more than the 40 hours of the SE, but less than the 65 hours of the 12. And if you're curious, that's five, two, and 30 hours less than the iPhone 12 Pro Max which like I said previously has a battery probably bigger than the entire iPhone 12 mini body. So if this wasn't 2020, the Galaxy Note 7 battery of years, and I was traveling as much as usual, roaming as much as usual, working on my phone as much as usual, the 12 mini would just be a no-go for me, a non-starter. I'd go regular, maybe even max. If I wasn't traveling, but also wasn't in a red zone, basically lockdown light, And I was going out a lot more to see friends and family and to restaurants and shows, you know, everything we did before the world kept ending, it'd be fantastic. I'd live on my MacBook Pro or iPad Pro and then just use the iPhone 12 while I was out and about, exactly like that little convertible hotter than hell sports car. Stuck at home, never more than a few feet from a charger, but also doing reviews, which hits batteries way harder than normal usage it'll still take me a couple of weeks to get a better sense of day-to-day performance. So seriously, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any of the follow-up. Meanwhile, if you want an iPhone 12 mini now, 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 should you get one? If you're one of those people who've been waiting on a new full-on smaller iPhone, if small size is just the top feature on your list, especially if you're still on an original SE, then yes, absolutely. This is literally, dimensionally, the iPhone you've been waiting for. Apple had you at mini. It's just the purest expression of the iPhone as a phone, the utter opposite of the iPhone as a mini tablet. I'm going iPhone 12 Pro, probably iPhone 12 Pro Max because of the camera. But if I wasn't, in a strange way, if I had the luxury not to, I'd go iPhone 12 mini before I go anything else. It's just exactly like I said at the beginning, a more elegant weapon for a more civilized age, much like Nebula. That's the streaming platform I'm building along with my education-y creator friends, Alex, the low-spec gamer, Jordan Harrod, TechAlter, Epos Vox, Real Engineering, Real Science, so many more. It's a place where we don't need to worry about demonetization or the tyranny of the click-through rate, watch times or algorithms or even ads. You can find all of my videos there completely ad-free. 
including Georgia Dow and my new podcast, Apple Talk, which has a bonus topic only available on Nebula. So what does this have to do with CuriosityStream? Well, as the go-to source for the best documentaries on the internet, they love, they love educational content and thoughtful creators. And we worked out a deal where if you sign up for CuriosityStream with the link in the description, not only will you get CuriosityStream, but you'll also get a Nebula subscription for free. And for a limited time, CuriosityStream is offering 26% off all of their annual plans. 26% off is, by contract, the best deal you'll find anywhere. So click the link in the description and get both CuriosityStream and Nebula for 26% off. Or go to curiositystream.com slash Ritchie. It's a great way to support this channel and educational content directly for just $14.79 per year. Per year. Just click on the link in the description or go to curiositystream.com slash Ritchie. And clicking on that link really helps out this channel. For a ton more on iPhone 12, check out the playlist above, including the Pro and Pro Max models, unboxing, reviews, comparisons, and more. Just click the playlist above and I'll see you next video.